0: Welcome back to the All Things Connected podcast. This is Jared Hawking. Well, late on Friday evening, I, along with the rest of the world, received some shocking and tragic news that Chadwick Boseman, the actor most famous for playing King Takala in the Black Panther movie, had passed away of colon cancer at the age of 43. The news was made all the more shocking because very few people outside of his closest family and friends knew that Chad was sick. He wanted to convey the image of strength to his many millions of fans across the world until he was gone. I knew Chad personally. He was a client at the small talent agency I worked at in Los Angeles in 2013. And I knew him from before he was cast as Jackie Robinson and before the world came to know him as King Takala. And I can genuinely say that Chad was an extraordinarily special person. He was a portrait of humility and dignity and passion for his craft, and truly wanted to make the world a better place, and above all wanted to empower others to thrive and to be the change that they wish to see in the world. He said in a video posted on Twitter wearing a hoodie for the March for Our Lives in Washington, D.C. to end the senseless gun violence our country continues to witness. For all those 70 million young people who will come out and vote, I believe in you. I think you can help turn our nation around you can make it live up to how it's supposed to be. It's not just that you are the future, you are actually the present. You are what we are supposed to be at this moment. I was speaking with a friend yesterday who I worked with at that agency. And one thing that we reminisced about was how Chad treated everyone he encountered like a human being, deserving of his time and attention. While fame and praise so often jade so many and inflates their ego, for Chad, it never did. When he walked into our office, he would greet everyone by their name, he would shake their hand, he would ask how they're doing and thank them for working so hard on his behalf. He cared about making art, great art, truly, and creating portraits of his heroes that would stand the test of time. If there was ever an actor who cared less about the money and the fame, it was Chadwick Boseman. Even as he became a worldwide bankable star, being chased by the most powerful and savvy agents in the business at every corner, telling him how how much they could do for his career. He stuck with the small talent agency on Avenue of the Stars, right down the street from the Hamath, CAA. And he stuck with the agent who first found him and saw his promise in a play, the Juilliard School in New York City. He put loyalty and the people he knew cared about him and had his own best interests at heart above the uncertain prospect of opportunities that would come from being a client at the world's most powerful and profitable agency. When I think of Chad being gone, a man who I could not believe was 43 even now because he had such a youthful presence, I feel an overwhelming grief and sadness for what the world has lost. But we still have Chad's words and his legacy. And so I wanted to read for you today a piece by the excellent journalist Wesley Morris in the New York Times, discussing Chad's legacy and his filmmaking. And so I'm reading for you today, It's Hard to Make Dignity Interesting, Chad Bozeman Found a Way, from the August 29, 2020 copy of the New York Times, written by Wesley Morris. The problem with dignity is that there's not much an actor can do with it. Not when he's playing Jackie Robinson or Thurgood Marshall, not when you're the leader of a made-up African kingdom like Wakanda. For a performer, dignity can seem like an anchor or a void what can he show of us, a baseball legend or a titan of jurisprudence that they hadn't previously revealed? In Playing Dignity, Chadwick Bozeman, who died Friday at just 43 of colon cancer, often seemed tasked to perform its burden. But there were, was always more to him in these parts than heft. He pumped in plenty of its opposite, lightness. In Marshall, instead of bearing down on the man's owlish brilliance, Bozeman turned the concept of what's actionable into physical action. He was light, quick, smooth, cheek. He sprinkled the truth with herbs and spices. Amazingly, between his work as Robinson and Marshall, Bozeman also played the great American superstar James Brown in Get It On. Had any actor spent more time in such enormous shoes in such a brief span? The Jackie Robinson film 42 came out in 2013. Marshall was four years later. No one in the movies comes to mind, Sidney Poitier perhaps, but he went first and so had to make his own shoes. I'll confess to finding it odd that Bozeman played three roles so quickly. It seemed at first like a joke on the movie's ongoing obsession with stories about exceptional black Americans, or like Hollywood was too lazy to imagine anyone else inhabiting the exceptions. The truth is that Bozeman actually cornered a market with his inner elasticity and, at least for me, exploded the parameters of what biographical movie making ought to be. With him, seems like mattered more than looks like. It was daring, and he didn't even seem aware of the risks. What can an actor show us when he doesn't even look like the people he's playing? That always seemed peculiar, his resemblance to none of the three men. But Chadwick Boseman had these eyes. They weren't Robinson's, a young Marshall's, or Brown's. In each case, Boseman's eyes were too large. And his frame, while we're at it, was too small. But, my, their sincerity and tenderness reached inside you. That's what his eyes could do with entire personas, get to their point, and go beyond it. During this great man's stretch, Boseman's ideas of the legends he embodied won out. The movies themselves weren't bold enough to let him go too deep or get too dark. 42 is more about how the Brooklyn Dodgers general manager, Branch Rickey, played by Harrison Ford, handled the team Robinson integrated. Nonetheless, Bozeman made each man sexy, contemplative, and certain. Seems like took him to some beguiling places in Get On Up, that James Brown movie from 2014. He got Brown's gunshot kinetics in percussive way with a conversation, his allure and mercurial short fuse. An audience might have had trouble harmonizing Brown's contradictions, the libertine and conservative urges, his tyranny, paranoia, and generosity, that he loved women but also hit them. Bozeman turned the friction of Brown's personality into fire. The movie's unruliness, its kitchen sink way with a life story, its divergence from reality, all probably would have overwhelmed a regular actor. Bozeman, it turns out, was far from a regular actor. The movie came and went that summer. What everyone missed was not only one of the year's best performances, but a milestone for a tired genre. Unlike Walking Phoenix, who played Johnny Cash, and eventually Rami Malek, who played Freddie Mercury, Bozeman didn't attempt to sing. You're hearing James Brown's vocals, but Bozeman obviates any ed- editing tricks. The camera gets right up close to him, Ads say he stands motionless, motionless for Brown anyway, and belts Try Me in a cappella. Bozeman was so fluent in the curl of Brown's tongue and the aperture of his mouth as it sculpted and spat, I need you, and I want you to stop my heart from crying, and heh, that the singer's voice may as well have been the actor's. The impact of Bozeman's lip-syncing differs from Marianne Cotillard's in La Bay and Rose, or Jamie Foxx's in Ray, because Bozeman really does look all wrong for the part. Clothes, for instance, that hugged late career Brown, but hung from Bozeman's athletic body. Oral simulation forged his pathway to credibility, not hair or makeup. What his godfather of soul lacked in resemblance, he made up for in spiritual zest. Boseman's career didn't take off until he was well into his 30s, so a heavy what-if looms over his career, the bulk of which was spent, of course, in the Marvel Universe, where he thrived as Takala, king of Wakanda, the country he defends as Black Panther. When Takala first appears in the first Captain America sequel, there's a smolder to Boseman that makes him the most compelling person in the movie for as long as he's around, which wasn't much, yet more than I would have expected. But Marvel always has a plan, and the plan for Bozeman was a standalone. A standalone Black Panther film. He embodied his trademark cocktail of pensive and cool. The crown did not weigh on him. He played the part like the movie star Black Panther would turn him into. A wonderful aspect of Bozeman's fame was how little he seemed to mind having it wrapped up in that franchise. Whatever Black Panther means to millions of people also meant something to him. He walked red carpets in floor-length designer coats, embroidered suits, nightly capes, and so many bright, lickable patterns that the clothes became their own candy shop. He did so, apparently, unimaginably, while also battling cancer. In public, he crossed his arms across his chest the way they do in Wakanda, as a salutation that doubles as a promise to endure. The exciting mystery was always going to be where Bozeman would take his classiness in addition to Wakanda. He'd completed a film version of August Wilson's play... Ma Rainey's Black Bottom for George C. Wolfe with Viola Davis. And though he might have been hesitant to try yet another extraordinary American, he was good at it. Why stop at Thurgood Marshall? Bozeman's solemnity and round, serious-searching eyes better match James Baldwin. Baldwin's middle-age meeting Bozeman's, the actor's dexterous way with dignity, approaching the thinker's never-ending demand that the country respect the dignity of black Americans. His loose resemblance to Baldwin is secondary to what Bozeman might have done with Baldwin's erudition and elucation. For Bozeman was no impersonator. He was, in his own way, a historian of other people's magnetism and volition. Excellence and leadership spoke to and sparked him. They had to. No one approximates this much greatness without a considerable reserve of greatness himself. And with that, I say, rest in peace, Chadwick Bozeman. We lost you far too soon, but your legacy and humility and dignity will live on.